Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Welcome to God and our dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at God and our dogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now, here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and our dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show leave us with a deeper understanding of Christ's love for us, our value to Him, God's purpose for our lives, and belonging to his family. Our own dog stories even come to mind, revealing aha moments, and help us apply scripture to everyday life with our dogs and God. Go to GodInOurDogs.com and sign up for insider news so you can catch all the updates. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs pages on social media. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube. Thanks for the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. We have a couple of very special guests today, newlyweds Megan and Austin Bissonette. Megan is the Understanding and Encouraging Children's Director and Administrative Assistant for Fireworks Church in Bernie. Austin is a thorough, outgoing Marine Analyst for Valero. Best of all, their dog, Tess, would introduce Megan as affectionate nurturer and Austin as my dad, who challenges me to new limits. Welcome, Megan and Austin. We're so excited to have you on God and Our Dogs today. Hi. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great. Well, I have to ask the question because, you know, with newlyweds, you always have to ask, so how did you meet and how long have you been married? So we met... About, I think it was almost four years ago now, back in 2019, in April of 2019. And we met because we were both attending Oral Roberts University, studying for our master's um, in theology. And I will never forget, um, I at the time I was working at the graduate office at ORU, and Megan came in to ask my boss a question. And when I saw her walk in, I immediately was just like, dang, who is this girl? I need to get her number. I need to figure out who she is. And and so, yeah, had uh, some mutual friends that set us up and started talking. And then three months later, started dating. And then, what, nine, nine months. months later, got engaged. And then five months later, got married in uh-huh. November of 2020. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, great. So fun. So both of you grew up with dogs. Sometimes I hear stories about one spouse or another had dogs and the other never did. So, But you both grew up mm-hmm. with dogs. Megan, what kind of dogs did you have? So my first dog was Alasa Opso. His uh-huh. name was Max and had him at a very young age. Needless to say, my mom was his very favorite person. So he really clung to my mom and was pretty sweet. And then we had a Rottweiler rescue from the pound named Harley. And then after that, we had a miniature schnauzer named Mia, who uh-huh. was originally our neighbor's dog. And we always wanted to play with Mia. And so we would go over there and say, hey, can Mia come out and play? And (laughs) one thing led to another. A few sleepovers later, she ended up being a part of our family. Isn't that fun? Mm -hmm. And how about you, Austin? So I remember our first dog was actually a golden retriever, and her name was Dixie. And so we had her from before I was born until I think I was probably maybe five or six years old. But she was a really sweet dog. She was very protective of me. My mom had told me stories where mailmen or people coming to do work on the house would come up. And if we were out in the yard, she would get very defensive and protective of me. But she was really just such a sweet dog. And then kind of after that, later on, we had Yellow Lab named Jojo and then Chocolate Lab named Chip. He was a great hunting dog. Memories that I have of him is just going on different bird hunts with my dad and just seeing him out there working hard, just having the time of his life out in the woods. So he was a great dog. We loved him a lot. And then our sassy dog that we had growing (laughs) up was a Havanese named Lola, and she's Uh still around today. And she's just kind of just acts like the world is hers and she can do whatever she wants and yeah. she's honestly more like a cat than a dog but just kind of does her own thing but we've loved her and she's we've had her since I was 14 so almost mm-hmm. she's probably almost 14 or oh, wow. years or so now yeah. but yeah we've loved her great yep. so why did you decide as a, a newlywed couple to get a dog well I think for us we So like I had said, we got married back in November of 2020 and then kind of just took the first year and a half to kind of establish our routine and get comfortable. And some friends of ours actually getting a golden retriever from the same breeder and they were telling us about it. And so Mm -hmm. I just kind of got excited and talked Megan into it. And we had just kind of together decided, you know what, it's time to grow our nest a little bit and add a new member to the family. So we got her back in July of last year. Mm -hmm. So almost had her a year, but not quite. So why did you want one, Megan? Well, I've wanted one for a very long time, but I think because we were in an apartment on the third floor, thinking, is this, you know, the best idea to bring a dog into this environment? But honestly, once we saw the pictures, there was <laughs> there <laughs> was no turning back. The logic goes yes. away, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but we were able, we were in that unit for like a month or so when we got her as a puppy. So mm-hmm. it worked out great. And then moved to a bottom floor. Oh, where well, she that had turned room. out well. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, great. But honestly, when I saw the pictures, I was set. Okay, so there's a difference when you have family dogs and you're a kid. And sometimes, you know, you might have a dog before you get married. But it's a little bit different to make a decision together to mm-hmm. get a sure. dog. And then figure out, okay, how are we going to bring this dog up? So... Mm-hmm. Did you have to kind of work together to develop that or were you already on the same page? I would say definitely it's been a development learning curve for Uh all three of us, Tess included. It just, it adds a different layer of the dynamic into the family. And Uh so 
getting her learning what's Austin's style and approach, kind of preparing us for parenting <laughs> down the road. But what's his style? What's his connection with Tess? And what is mine? And how can we help nurture and help her grow uh, uh-huh. together? So it's definitely been blending both of those together uh-huh. to, to love on her. Yeah, well, I can tell from the descriptions you gave me that I used in the introductions that you have a little bit different styles. What's your style, would you say, Austin? So I would definitely say I'm probably the more disciplinarian Mm -hmm. um, of the two. So just, you know, being more the one, like when it's time to put her up and she's acting all sad, you know, I'll step in to try to coax her in there. Or if she is whining and we're, you know, trying to, like if she's put up in, in the crate and if we're, you know, watching a movie and she's crying and we know she's just trying to get attention, you know, <laughs> I might be the one to kind of say, hey, she's going to be all right. Like she can wait it out. Yeah, I want to get her out. <laughs> and I'm um, like, Austin, can you help? <laughs> but even also just with maybe just in situations where if she's going to hurt herself, if she gets into something or is misbehaving in a way that could cause harm to myself or Megan or or her being able to be the more disciplined stern you know hey that's enough like being able to Mm -hmm. shut stuff down before it gets Mm -hmm. ugly yeah well it's interesting to hear about different styles what do you think your style does to complement Austin's Mm -hmm. style Megan that's a good question and I think we also have talked about areas where maybe my style is strong in to make room for that but also allow Austin to cultivate that as well with Tesley and vice versa so him Mm. giving room for me to build discipline and have more of those stern moments lovingly stern moments but I would say I'm definitely nurturing you know the way that God created women to be in his image nurturing understanding affectionate loving pay attention to her needs if she's hungry or if she's tired or if she does just need a little extra love and attention that day I think just yeah being just really loving I Uh guess I would say well you told me a little bit of a story about an adventure you all took one day out to Bernie Lake and Mm -hmm. how your different styles may have really presented themselves that day. Mm -hmm. So what happened? What's the story with Tess at Bernie Lake? Yeah, so we, I think this was sometime maybe last fall or, yeah, I think it was last fall. It was after she had had all her shots because there's that whole period where they can't go out and about. So she's Mm -hmm. finally past that point. We can finally take her out and, Uh you know, socialize her to new places. And so we decided to take her to Bernie Lake. And so we got her out there, let her off the leash. She was running around, you know, sniffing, exploring, I think just to kind of go back a little bit, another big part of why I wanted to get her was to train her to hunt because that's what I had seen Mm -hmm. growing up Mm -hmm. and saw that bond that my dad had with his dogs uh, growing up. And I really wanted to share that with Tess as well. And so kind of started the the training process for duck hunting of, um, you know, throwing a a training bumper out into the water for her to go retrieve it and swim out into the water, kind of just get, get used to what it's like to be in the water as a retriever because at this point, all her, I guess, knowledge of the water had really mainly just been baths. And I think she had been in a swimming pool once before mm-hmm. then, but had never been to the lake and kind of treaded out on her own. And so we got her out there and I had taken the training dummy, threw it out into the water just to kind of see what she would do. And at first she kind of was looking at it, not sure about it. But then I kind of walked out into the water a little bit and just kind of encouraged her and said, hey, come on, like, it's okay. 
you know, it's safe. I'm out here. And it was just amazing because she went in a moment from being kind of timid and anxious. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden this giant burst of energy just kind of took over and she just sprinted out into the water so fast and mm-hmm. swam and had a great time. And after that point, she was, she had this cr- courage to go out and, you know, keep doing it over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. I think that was a moment for me that when I think back on it, it's like, wow, you know, sometimes, I, and I think just relating it to our own lives with the Lord, where we can be scared stepping into new territory and, you know, taking that that step of faith to be bold when mm-hmm. he's leading us out into the waters, uh-huh. into the uncertainty of life. And especially, I think, my role in kind of going before her to get out in the water and share it was safe. I think God a lot of times does that with us, too. Is mm-hmm. He's going before us, and he's preparing a place for us to step into new territories or new things he calls us to, so that way we can just trust and know that he's there with us in the process. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, you touched on this a little while ago, Megan, when you said— uh, we're talking about your qualities of nurture and those qualities that of God that come out in you. And Austin, you talked about it too, those qualities of God that came out in you and how they complement one another. And it makes mm-hmm. me think a lot about, Scripture says that, that kids need two parents, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. That complementary balance, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. really was helpful to test that day. Yes, right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so neat. And I know you have a lot more stories about tests. But before we get to those, I'd like to tell you and our listeners about our sponsor today, and that's Kendall County Abstract. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years, Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses the best services in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.com. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, GodandOurDogs.com, including my blog and the sign-up for a weekly Thought to Ponder, with stories based on my dogs on the Want a Treat page. You can also listen to those stories on Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for our newsletter updates and resources. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Mike Bellamy. And you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. We are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Joining us today are newlyweds Megan and Austin Bissonette. Before the break, Megan and Austin told us about their childhood dogs and their family puppy, Yellow Lab Tess. Well, Megan and Austin, from the stories you told me about before the show, I see some themes that have kind of developed as you've grown in air quotes parenthood (laughs) with Tess and I'd like to get your insight about what you've learned about forgiveness. It is unconditional. (laughs) I guess I'll do it in the perspective of Tessley too 
the way that God has created dogs to be an extension almost of his forgiveness to us because dogs don't hold grudges. Like we come in every, every morning we see her, she is ready to love us. She is ready to just continue to connect with us. It's everlasting. Yeah, I would just agree with that as well, just in the sense of how, you know, if she does something we don't like, if she jumps up on the table, if she tries to get into our food, if she, you know, jumps on us and scratches us, or, you know, if we're playing rough and accidentally bites us, those mess ups don't cause her to not be our dog anymore. Right. And, and the same way with the Lord, when we mm-hmm. sin, his word says that as often as we do sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us when we mm-hmm. confess. And so I think in a similar way, that's something that I've just seen in forgiveness is that when she messes up, we still love her. She's still our dog. She's still a part of our family. And the same with God too. When we mess mm-hmm. up, we're still his children. We're still part of his kingdom, his mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. regardless of our yeah. mistakes. And that that kind of leads into another theme, which is trust, I think, from the standpoint of does she always look to you with trust? And do you always look to her at, at, with trust? I mean, I think that forgiveness kind of plays into that, right? Yeah, I think it's building that both ways. So we had to develop a foundation of love and trust with her. So now when we do ask her to do something or we're guiding her, she knows that we love her, that we're there for her, that she can be secure in that relationship to where she will respond. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think vice versa too, as she grows and we teach her new things, we give her a little more room to practice, to to try to prove that she is trustworthy I had a friend over the other day, and sometimes Tess will be out with us, or sometimes we'll put her up, but I let her in and was just like, Tess, okay, I'll give you a couple tries, a couple moments, and I want you, you know, to develop that, give you that opportunity, and she loves people. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, she's an extreme extrovert, and so she had given my friends some kisses and some love, <laughs> but eventually settled down to where she didn't need to have me come in and help her settle in the kennel. Mm -hmm. Um, So giving her room to try and to grow and to trust her in return has been a journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think God gives us some opportunities to be trustworthy? I would say absolutely. I think that there are moments where, you know, he presents an opportunity, maybe putting it on your heart to go pray for that homeless person you see down the street, or maybe he's um, putting it on your heart to, you know, bless somebody in a situation maybe where it's financially uncomfortable for you, but yet you're trusting that if he's prompting you to take that step, he's faithful. And so I think there are definitely moments where, you know, he doesn't, obviously the Bible says he doesn't tempt us, but he does Mm -hmm. sometimes test our faith and allow our faith to be tested to Mm -hmm. see, you know, are we really, you know, are we going to just talk the talk about our faith or are we going to walk the walk that he's Mm -hmm. called us to in Christ? And so I would, I would say for sure. Yeah. And, The Bible also tells us to trust in the Lord and lean not on our own understanding. Mm -hmm. And so even relationally with the Lord, do we view him as this person that is far from us, just trying to give us commands and tasks? Or is he a loving, caring, trustworthy father that we can rest in relationship Mm -hmm. with? And so when he does ask us to do things, we can step out out of obedience because we know that he loves us and that he is trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, and that goes right into the the next theme that I saw develop 
um, in your stories with her, and that is love. So how does love develop out of the relationship that you have with with Tess and even maybe some of your childhood dogs? I would say getting to know them. But honestly, the first moment we saw her, Mm. it was like I looked at that sweet little puppy in the breeder's arms, and it was a moment where I said, she's ours, and immediately loved her. Uh And um, I think, yes, it's building that over time, but just the fact that she was ours, I already loved her so much. And so it's developed, that love has grown. Um, But I guess the biggest point is, regardless of what she does, what she, if she's having a good day or bad day, if we're having a good day or bad day, the fact that she's ours, I think is like the, the foundation of how much I love her. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting that you bring that up. I know we're talking about dogs, of course, and puppies, mm-hmm. but also with children and, and scripture throughout scripture, uh, it's clear God is our creator. And especially in Psalm 139, mm-hmm. where he says, I knew you before you were born. I knit you together. And when you think about how you connected with Tess, just as a puppy, the first time you laid eyes on her, how powerful that is Mm. when you think about the power of the love that God has for us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sometimes we need to see that play out in other relationships, don't we? Yes. What God meant by that. Right. So how do you think... I'm going to ask an obvious question for newlyweds. <laughs> so how do you think having Tess is going to impact how you decide to raise your kids? So I think in a, kind of like we were talking about earlier in terms of the different styles of parenting and the different, I guess, qualities that we bring to the table with Megan being more of the nurturer, myself maybe being more of the leader, protector, discipline. Uh, I think that it has been a great way to just kind of maybe work through some of the stresses that, you know, in a moment maybe where my parenting style rubbed Megan the wrong way or vice versa and just how we've been able to work together in those moments to honor one another and learn from each other, yield to one another when needed. Because I think depending on the situation that's happening, Tess might need one or the other or just one of those parenting styles in that moment. And I think in the same way with our kids, you know, there might be moments where Megan can speak to something better than I can and mm-hmm. the other way around as well. Yeah. And I think keeping a united front has oh been boy. something mm-hmm. to be in agreement and even in the moment, if maybe we not necessarily would have gone that route per se, but still trusting in the dynamic of us as a couple is much stronger in the um, leadership and love that we're going to give Tesley. So us being united, I think, is definitely something that's going to carry over. And to be each other's best affirmer, encourager, and speak into who our identity is and the qualities that we do carry and give room to be able to love those that God has put in our care with those qualities and affirm each other in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. It's it's neat to have a puppy who's so loving to work with and to learn these things about yourself and about one another and how to be a team. Because being even with our dogs and with kids too, being a united front is very yes. important. I'll just tell you that. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes it's not easy. Well, you know, time goes so fast when we're talking about two of our favorite subjects, God 
and dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we leave, I just have to ask you, tell us about Fireworks Church. What a cool <laughs> name. <laughs> it is very, very cool. Um, so we've been a group meeting for over a few years now, a church plant that started in some of the founders' dream, or in their hearts as a dream that they wanted to do, just to seek the Lord, to get to know Him more, and really uh, follow in what He was leading and calling them into. Uh And so what started out as a joke, you know, going by down I-10, if you're familiar with the area and seeing the fireworks stands, like, oh, we could rent that out and meet there. (laughs) Is that the place? Um, But the Lord confirmed that name through a lot of different ways to the leadership team. So they're like, all right, this is the name. We're running with it. That's great. Um, but it's really taken on its meeting, meaning in terms of allowing the work of the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit to refine us. Mm-hmm. So his work of his fire, it develops us and it refines us. And so that's uh, kind of the core of who we are. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, how would somebody learn about Fireworks Church and where to find you? So we are right smack dab in the middle of Bernie. We meet at Fabra Elementary School off Johns Road, and we have one Sunday service at 10 a.m. And then, so we'll be there ready to celebrate Jesus together. So if anybody's interested, um, we'd definitely love to connect with them more about that. But 10 a.m. Sundays, Fabra Elementary School. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan and Austin Bissonette, for joining us today on God and Our Dogs. Thank Thank you for having us. Great. Well, before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. Our dogs depend on us. They do not know what the next day or even the next hour holds. It makes me ponder, does our Lord want us to depend on Him in the same way, leaving our worries in His all-knowing hands? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. This is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and social media pages. Sign up for insider news on godandourdogs.com. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. for children's story time. As the Patrick Heath Library is open today from 10 to 4, this is Bernie Radio.